0: Welcome to the 343 Ministries Podcast, where we want to help you be the church right where you are. Whether at work or at home or with your friends or your families, we want to give you practical strategies that can help you build your communities in Christ wherever you are in life right now. So let's get started. Okay, welcome. Welcome back. To our three four three learning community podcast i'm Todd Baker, and so excited to be here with you um, want to jump right in you know as many of you know our our ministry is about creating community in Christ, and uh really just excited to start this this podcast um, with our learning community and you know our whole point, at least mine in offering this to you is to try to Try to inspire you, try to get you to um, really begin to not just read your Bible. Um, anybody can read their Bible, but but to engage in it in such a way that that when you read a story, and, and, and I want to put it this way because this is how I, I look at it. When I started reading my Bible seriously, um, I... I started to be it for some reason. It started to become a story to me, and the characters were alive. and, and I was not an avid reader, not at all. This was, um, <laughs> in fact, I was probably done with all kind of studies, having uh, finished high school, and and really that's when I started um, engaging in in scripture and uh, pre seminary, all that stuff. And and but but when I when i started reading it um really for the first time on my own i started saying well thinking well if if jesus could do this with somebody then why couldn't he do that with me or if god could do that with that person uh, then why why in the world couldn't he do that with me and that's what I want this podcast to be about. I want it to be about a, a time where you can be inspired quickly. Um, you, you know, a lot of us go to uh, a church or go to church services and, and we get kind of lost in the pageantry. We get lost in dropping our kids off at Sunday school or maybe if you're a part of a small group, you know, you, you get there and there's all this stuff that happens at the beginning. And it really takes a minute for you to get settled and, and by the time you actually feel like you get something, it's, it, it's too short and um, and and so what I want to do is kind of peel back all of those layers of of things that that get in the way of you interacting with with God and him inspiring you by his word and 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 that doing more than just getting you through the day and getting you through the week even though that's a lot of times what spiritual life becomes but I, I, I want us to start allowing, the word of God to inspire us, because it is inspiring and it's exciting. And, and anybody that tells you differently or preaches some boring sermon—I mean, that's that's just what we always were taught not to do in seminary. And and of course, I was not a public speaker. You know, um, I had done public speaking. I had done a lot of different things in ministry and and different leadership roles, as you may have also. And and, and the thing though that inspired me the most. Um, is the Word of God. It, it's actually reading these stories and, and remembering that they're about real people and, and, and about how God changed people's lives, just like He can change ours. So, so um, what I want to do is to focus us in on that and, and knowing that, that you can get um, something powerful every time you pick up your Bible, something that's going to change your life, something that's going to to move you beyond point A to point B, but really um, to this place of really high productivity in your spiritual life, and and that's what I want for you. Um, and 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 so uh, as as we begin to engage with this, what I want you to do is to practice this, um, is is it to say to yourself, well, if God can do that with that person, then what can he do with me or if if i read a story about jesus if jesus did that with some family or some person then why couldn't he do that with me and 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 allow that to inspire you to then be a catalyst in in your community in your house um, with your family with your friends with your network at work etc um and 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 that's really what i i hope Will come out of these podcasts, and so starting uh, it may be a random spot for you, but but for me, it's really when things start getting going here in the in the Gospel of Luke, chapter four, verse thirty-eight uh, to forty-four. We have this incredible passage that if you if you if you read it too quickly, you just skip over the things that are so powerful. And so um, I'll just jump right in and begin reading. And and what I'll do is is I'm not even going to explain it to it. So I'm going to jump in on Luke chapter 4, verse 38 to 44. Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever, and they asked Jesus to help her. So we'll get to they in just a minute, and we'll get to Simon in just a minute, and to his mother-in-law. So he bent over her, Jesus did, and he rebuked the fever And it left her. Now, don't know what that looks like. What does rebuking look like? But she got up at once and began to wait on them. And when the sun was setting, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of sickness, and laying his hands on each one, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people, (laughs) shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Christ or the Messiah. I don't know how you feel about demons, um, uh, whether they're real or not. uh, That's part of your spiritual paradigm. But anyway, it's almost Halloween, so we're getting close to, to, I guess, the demon time of year. So um, anyway, Jesus rebuked them. And then at daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place, and the people were looking for him. And when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns also. Because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. And thank goodness, right? (laughs) Because if he didn't keep preaching then and if he had just given up, then we never would have heard it. We never never would have heard it this message but let's back up so in 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 verse 38 you have this jesus left this synagogue so he had been speaking at a synagogue and he, he left that one and he went to the home of simon now who is simon simon is peter um simon peter was one of jesus's most um outspoken overbearing overly confident disciples um, I mean, you know these people. They're always standing up in church, raising their hands. You know, they're the ones who are who are um, you know trying try, uh, will always volunteer for everything. They're they're always there to um, uh, inspire everybody and get every everybody going. And they've got this this kind of D personality. If you're into the <laughs> if you're into the personality profiles and. And so he goes to Simon's home. Obviously, Jesus must have been invited over for dinner or to stay the night. Um, he had been traveling. They always walked everywhere. And so he comes in, and his, Simon's mother-in-law had this high fever. So they asked Jesus to help her. What, it doesn't say who they is. It, it could have been any number of the disciples. could have been Simon's family. could have been Simon's wife. Um, and so Jesus, the, uh, his mother-in-law must have been laying down. Because Jesus had to bend over to look at her, and what does he do? Does he, you know, give her a, a, a hot towel, or, or, um, you know, does it? Does he give her any medicine? It says that he rebukes the fever, which is just strange. I mean, more than anything, because when my son has a fever, I don't. Speak over it and say, "I rebuke you," and, and expect it to come out. Uh, and neither did these people because you know you got to think about it. These people didn't know Jesus was God. They they just knew that he was special, and they wanted to follow him. And he was he was he was starting to do things. But this is really this moment where he walks into somebody's house, and all of a sudden he changes the entire dynamic of the house, and and it's it's this incredible catalyst. For what god is trying to do all right and so he he bends over and and rebukes the fever and the fever leaves it left her it's, he says and she got up and she began to wait on all of the people in the house and so as much as we're afraid of being sick and um you know, in the middle of a pandemic, still everybody's wearing masks. Everybody's panicking when you have a sniffle, or when you have uh, to clear your throat, or sneeze, or you know, God forbid, you have a cough. Um, you know, there there's this just heightened awareness of illness in our uh, social strata now. Doesn't nothing um, uh, that that's the one sort of equalizing factor right now with with COVID 19 and and everything that we've all been through and we're just everybody's so tired of it but you, and it kind of reminds me of this time period because everybody in the first century if someone got sick they might die they probably were going to die because they didn't have cures uh for what the way we have it they didn't have vaccines they didn't have you know ibuprofen over the counter for for or or, or tylenol over the counter for for a fever um and I mean, that's what we do, right? Like, okay, well, he's got a fever, she's got a fever, I've got a fever. I'll just take some medicine, kind of lie down, and i I'll, I'll should be better in about four to six hours. at least that's what the directions say and and but this was something that they were that was this really big worry in people's lives uh and what does Jesus do he He speaks to it he's he's got this like this power over this thing that that causes people to worry so much and fear so much that they don't know what to do. And he speaks to it and, and, and he has control and power over it so much so, so that it leaves her. Now what's he doing? I, I think he's using it as an example to then all of a sudden open the floodgates for all of these people to go, whoa, if he, can, if he can heal a fever for his mother-in-law, Well, what can he do for me? I'm going to go get my family. And so news starts to spread, and all of a sudden, the sun is setting, right? So Jesus must have gotten there in the morning, heals the fever, word gets out. All these people start coming to Jesus, says, with various kinds of sickness. And he was started laying hands on people, and they were being healed. Um, I don't want to gloss over the demon section, but in the first century everybody seemed like they had a demon you can believe in them or not (laughs) totally fine with me no judgment here at all doesn't change how jesus had power over sickness and he had power over darkness which which that's what we equate with 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 sickness right it's this it's this dark uh shadow or this this overbearing or overwhelming sense of struggle And, and and it says that not only did jesus rebuke the fever but he rebuked all of this sickness and all of these demons in the same way, and it's this—you it, see this build-up and build-up, and, and if Jesus could do that for them, then what can He do for you? How can He begin to inspire you? How can what can He what does He speak into your life, and what do you need to hear Him speak into your life to begin to change your perspective? To begin to to inspire you to to not only be healed but to then become a healer yourself to be someone who's so inspired that you can't hold it in and you have to go out and tell somebody about it or you just have to go out and show his love to someone uh and and i and i love it because it's like you get this sense that it's the day is ending Jesus is working all night, and it says at daybreak, he goes out to a quiet place just to get a breath of fresh air, just just to get some rejuvenation, uh, to, to be to get some rest. <laughs> and all the people come out looking for him because it's just not enough because they're so excited that someone is here that can help them. And that's just how we are, isn't it? We're always looking for, for help. Whether we admit it or not, I am the worst about admitting I need help. But I do. And Jesus is saying, I'm not too tired and, and I want to heal your sickness. But let me tell you this. Here's my mission. I came to preach the good news about the kingdom. And this healing is a part of that kingdom. This kind of healing, this kind of, of um, breaking through the darkness, bringing light into people's lives, bringing joy again, uh, surrounding people with, with love and with mercy and compassion, that's what this kingdom is and that's what I was sent to do. That's my mission. And he uses this small, almost seemingly insignificant incident with someone who has a fever, to, to burst into this scene of if you believe that this happens and this can heal you just wait until I tell you something else just wait until you experience the living God and that's what I want, that's what I want to inspire you with today is that if, if Jesus can do that with Simon and with his mother-in-law and with his disciples then what is it that he can do with you how can He move you past the thing that's holding you back from doing your purpose, from doing the unique thing that only He has made you to do? hes We have probably 8 billion people on our planet now, and each person God has created to do something unique, and each person has this audience, has this group of people that they can influence, that they can uh, connect with, that they can inspire, but only you can do that. My audience is not your audience. My friends are not your friends. But what is it that God can do in you today that that can now become a catalyst for you in your community? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. And Tune in next time and we'll have um, another inspiring story that will help you to grow in your relationship, not only grow in your relationship with God, but to be inspired, to be an influencer of others. Thanks for listening to the 343 Ministries podcast. Make sure to connect with us by signing up for one of our workshops. You can find our 343 workshops at 343ministries.com slash workshops. As always, you can donate to our ministry at 343ministries.com slash give. 343 is a 501c3 registered nonprofit organization. Also, subscribe to our monthly devotional email for actionable strategies on how to keep building up the community where you live in Christ. And for more ideas and tips, check out our Instagram at Todd and Meredith Baker.